Hello and welcome to this week's Devil in the Detail podcast. You stuck with me again, Paul Whiteside. Rob Parkinson is still not up to his 100% fitness. Hopefully Rob will be back soon. But yeah, you stuck with my dulcet tones for this uh, short pop-up podcast. I'll tell you what we've got on the show. We've got a review of the Catalan Dragons game uh, the weekend just gone. We've also got a preview coming up of the Wigan Warriors game this Friday. We've got all the news coming out of the club. We've got Watto in coach's corner. We've also got the amateur report. And we've got a couple of interviews. Elliot Keir, who made his debut against the Dragons, and Gil Dudson. I think we'll start off with the news. Well, tickets are now on sale for Salford Red Devils' next couple of away games. We play away from home against Warrington Wolves Easter Saturday. The tickets are on sale for that. On the terrace, it's adults £22. Concessions, it's 65 and over £16. Young adults, 17 to 23 is £16. Junior tickets, 5 to 16 is a tenner. Junior swaps are also available in advance from the AJ Bell Stadium ticket office. Seated tickets are £31 for adults, £22 for concessions, £22 for young adults and £13 for junior. Junior swaps are a £3 upgrade and they're available in advance from the AJ Bell Stadium ticket office. There are also coach travel available to book for this fixture and this can be done at the AJ Bell Stadium ticket office or over the phone on 0161 786 1570. The coach price is £13. The next away game after that is Thursday the 23rd of April. We play Huddersfield Jack away from home uh, these prices will increase by 4pm at midday on match day so you're best off getting these in advance ticket prices are as follows for the Giants it's £21 for adults £16 for concessions that's 65 and over 5 to 16 is £6 junior swaps are available in advance from the AJ Bell Stadium ticket office there is also coach travel available to book for this fixture and this can be done as we said before at the AJ Bell Stadium ticket office or on 01617861570 uh, or they can be booked online as well on the uh, Salford Red Devils website or through the Facebook links. And the coach travel to Huddersfield is £11. The pickup points and times are as follows Sandos Social Club, 12.35 pm. Royal Sovereign is 12.45 pm. Eccles Town Hall is 1 pm. Dog and Partridge is 1.10 pm. And the AJ Bell Stadium is 1.25 pm. But this game is a Thursday night, so I don't think those uh, those times are right. We'll have to question the club about that because I'm pretty sure that match kicks off at 7.45, so you might be in Huddersfield pretty early. So I think those times that they give us there are for the Sunday game because this game was rearranged. So we'll, we'll find out from the club and we'll give you those uh, those updated times when we get them. Those are the times that are on, currently on the website, but no, I don't think they're right because you'll be in Huddersfield about 2 o'clock in the afternoon going off those those times. So we'll clear that one up for you. But you know, those tickets are on sale, as I said. It's Easter... Saturday at Warrington and Thursday the 23rd of April. We'll clear up the uh, coach times for you. Well, there's just three weeks remaining now to get your discounted season ticket holder discounts for the Magic Weekend ticket. Season ticket holders have until the 31st of March to claim a 50% discount on Dacia Magic Weekend tickets. Tickets are available from the AJ Bell Stadium on the number we said before, 01617861570, or you can follow the online link that's on Facebook and on the website and on the Twitter pages and things like that. So you've got till the 31st of March to get those 50% discount. You can't argue with that. Well, some news that broke this week was the, the news that Gil Dudson will leave Salford at the end of the 2020 Betfred Super League season. Coach Ian Watson confirmed that at the uh, club's press conference the other day. The 29-year-old prop, prop 
was voted Players Player of the Year at the club's awards evening last season. Was an integral part of the Red Devils side that advanced to a maiden grand final at Old Trafford. But he will join the Catalan Dragons for 2021 and beyond after he rejected a new two-year deal at the AJ Bell Stadium. Well, Dutton has become a, a firm fan's favourite with Salford with, with strong running and hard tackling. And uh, I think he'll definitely be missed. But it's a strange one really to announce that sort of decision just a couple of weeks into the season. We don't know the ins and outs of him. But I'm pretty sure, judging by Gil's character and, and the times we've spoken to him, on the podcast and uh, and the man he is and the way Ian Watson thinks of him I'm pretty sure he'll be uh, giving it all he's all for Salford Red Devils for the rest of this season so I'm not going to say we wish him good luck because he's still got a full season to play with Salford but that's the news that's broken this week if you missed it last week as well Ed Chamberlain has joined London Broncos on a month's loan from Salford Red Devils he's gone there to, to boost their squad Danny Wads Broncos have got quite a few injuries down there so I'm sure Ed will uh, will benefit from his month on loan and come back a better to players for Salford getting a good, uh, a good challenge in what is a very strong championship league at the moment so I'm sure Ed's going to get a real test there and he'll come back and that'll benefit both parties well that's all your major news stories coming out of Salford Red Devils this week next up we'll have a look at the review from our results against Catalan Dragons in the south of France on Saturday you're listening to Devil in the Detail and this is your big match review Well, Salford were beaten 30 points to 14 by the Catalans Dragons in a real seesaw sort of game, really, in a, in a very, very windy um, Perpignan on, on Saturday night. It was gale force winds there walking up to the stadium. It really was blowing a gale. It was like 50 mile an hour winds, and that made for a, an intriguing contest early doors. Michael McClorum scored an early try for the Dragons. James Maloney added the goal to that and also kicked a penalty goal to stretch the lead to 8 0 after just 8 minutes of the game. Matty Whitley, the former witness man, got a double of tries, both off um, James Maloney kicks as well in the uh, Maloney playing at standoff along with Josh Drinkwater both of those players bossed that game for me and uh, James Maloney showed all his qualities played in an NRL grand final and he really did lead his side around the pitch and uh, caused all sorts of problems for Salford in the first half which was one to forget for us really not many chances in the game there's a bit of a sort of a half chance where Kevin Brown went through picked up a bit of a, a loose carry but he couldn't keep hold of the ball and that's all we had really from the first half where uh, where Catalan totally dominated and they were uh, fully deserved their 18-0 lead at the break but Salford came out with renewed energy in the second half Niall Evans scored a lovely try uh, just after half time in the 42nd minute he shot through a gap there and it was a strange incident as well uh, Sam Tompkins seemed to stick a leg out looked like a trip to to, to me from, from that Sam Tompkins was simbing for the offence as well by uh, by the referee Chris Kendall but we weren't given a penalty try which is a bit of a talk and debate really was Evels taken before the try line you'd have to watch the incident again really but it was a good try from Evels and uh, Tuilola here kicked the goal from that was 18 points to 6 Ken Seo then scored a nice try out wide as well it had to be scored as well from Seo it was an excellent try from him great finish good offload from, from Nia Levels Seo dived into the corner acrobatically there the goal was missed by Tuilola here that was 18 points to 10 James Maloney though kicked a vital penalty goal with 20 minutes to go for the Dragons to stretch their lead to 20 points to 10. Ken Seo then scored for Salford on the 66th minute another super kick through I think it was um, 2-0 here 40-20 attempt Sam Tompkins sort of tapped the ball inside trying to prevent the 40-20 spilled the ball and uh, Ken Seo was there super speed to follow up and dive over to score the try unfortunately 2-0 here missed the goal so that was two missed kicks that left the scores at 20 points to 14 and that's how it stayed then for the next sort of eight or nine minutes six minutes to go the game was in the balance we were six points 
points behind Thuid Yaha though scored an excellent Catalan try busting Salford down the middle and then Lewis Turney added to that uh, three minutes from time to stretch the lead and the score to 30 points to 14 which is how it finished Salford Red Devils lined up with nine levels Ken Seo Chris Willem Elliot Keir Reese Williams Tuilala here Kevin Brown Lee Mossop Joey Lussett Gil Dudson Ryan Lannan Oliver Roberts Mark Flanagan on the bench we had Pauli Pauli Tyrone McCarthy Sebastian Ikehifo and Luke Yates the Dragons lined up with Sam Tompkins Lewis Turney Sammy Sony Lange Israel Falau who uh, who is some player 6 foot 5 and plenty of pace as well but I thought Elliot Keir and Reese Williams did a fantastic job on him in that game Elliot Keir making his debut for the Salford Red Devils in quite difficult circumstances a partisan crowd at, uh, at the Stag Gilbert Brutus for, uh, for Elliot to make his debut in and marking an excellent player a world class player in uh, in Israel Falau he did an excellent job on him as did Reese Williams two guys not the biggest they were, they were Welsh edged there but they uh, they really played above the weight and Elliot took a couple of knocks early doors he spilled the ball had some big hits but he came back fighting and uh, really did put in a, a grafting display took the ball forward well and he's giving Watson a headache especially if Dan Sidison's fit this week who does he pick there does he stay faith with Elliot or does he bring Dan back in Elliot Keir did himself um, a, a world of favours though I thought he was excellent in that game the rest of the Catalan Dragon side Herfuid Yaha James Maloney Josh Drinkwater Remy Casti with a captain he was in the prop Michael McLaurin Julian Bousquet Matty Whitley Benjamin Julian Benjamin Garcia on the bench was Paul Seguier Antonio Antonio Maria Jason Battieri and Sam Cassiano let me tell you Sam Cassiano if you didn't get to the game you've not seen the highlights yet he's an absolute beast of a forward he really is he can take the ball in and uh, yeah he has he has some power going forward he's, he's quite an impact player to have coming off the off the off the bench so uh, so yes yeah, Salford defeated 30 points to 14 in that game we've got your uh, your three word man of the match reports as well from that match there's not many of them to read out actually let's just have a look where we've got them here uh, Bob Speakman errors and penalties man of the match was Niall uh, myself I said better second half man of the match Evels special mention to Elliot Akir who worked his socks off all match as we've said before an excellent debut from Elliot Tori Amante getting worried now Niall was his man of the match again um, Tori I, I wouldn't say I was worried just yet we've had a, we've had a tough start to the season uh, we've had a lot of home games as well so I, I can understand why people's frustrations um, we've been in these games though we was in that game on Saturday it was a poor start as we've said uh, going 18 points to nil down and you can't afford to do that in Super League against anybody not a team of, of Catalan's uh, capabilities and the, the players they've got there they've got some talent in that side we've just read the team out there Sam Tompkins world class player Israel Falau James Maloney played in grand finals a, a really big pack of forwards as well guys like Matty Whitler really sort of uh, talented players and if Catalan Dragons can get things right this season and be consistent they're going to be a, a really tough side to beat particularly on their home ground at the Stag Gilbert Brutus so I didn't come away from the game too disappointed, but uh, obviously we need to start performing better than that. Well, moving on, the rest of the three-word match reports. Joseph A. Lockley. don't know whether I can read this one out. Rob might shout at me. Utter dog to her. I don't know what I can say to her on the podcast but I've said it Rob um, yeah I can understand where you're coming from I think the first half was 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 pretty poor sometimes you've got to give credit to the opposition though you know Catalan didn't really let us play I know we made quite a few mistakes and we looked a bit lacklustre with the with the ball but uh, yeah um, I can see where you're coming from there Joseph uh, two more Disco T says need to improve he didn't give us a man of the match and Steve Doyle need a kicker man of the match seal I think goal kicking, it's one of those, um, we kick one from, from three in that match and we've, we've missed quite a few recently as well. Um, our tries were out wide 
and difficult to kick and yeah to Will Ali wasn't too far away it's becoming a bit of a concern though for me as well I, I do uh, get where you're coming from there but yeah we, we need an improvement and obviously we're going to talk about it in the uh, in the preview coming up shortly we've got Wigan Warriors at home so it's going to be another tough game but those are all your three word match reports thanks for everybody for sending those in and uh, I had a terrific time over in France with me, me dad and James Oskis and we had, a, we had a great time over there and I think all the Salford supporters who, who went over there did and obviously we didn't get the result but we all had a fabulous time and uh, looking forward to this weekend so the final score Salford Red Devils went down 30 points to 14 in the south of France. Next up, we'll have a look at what all our amateur sides were doing in the amateur report. Here is this week's Devil in Detail amateur report. We shall start off this week with the National Conference Leagues, which have got well underway now. The Premier Division was underway this weekend on Saturday the 7th of March. Rochdale Mayfield had a good victory. They beat Egremont Rangers by 30 points to 10, leading 12-6 at half-time. Mayfield pulled away in the second half with tries from Butterworth, Cartland, Huff, Hargreaves and Donnelly and uh, five goals from uh, from Connolly. So a good result there for, for Mayfield. Moving on to Division 2, Saddleworth Rangers against Wigan St. Jude's was postponed due to an unfit pitch. In Division 3, both our Oldham sides were beaten. Lees 34, Waterhead Rose 24 and Millham 20, Oldham St. Anne's 16. The fixtures for this Saturday, the 14th of March in the Premier Division. A tricky uh, tie for Rochdale Mayfield away from home. They travel to Hunslet Club Parkside. In Division 2, Saddleworth Rangers are at home to Hunslet Warriors. And in Division 3, Oldham St. Anne's entertain Hewith and Waterhead Warriors play the Shawcross Sharks. Moving on to the Northwest Men's League. There's not many results actually from this weekend just gone. I think quite a few games were postponed again due to weather and, and unplayable pitches and things like that. But Division 1, Oldham St. Anne's A16, Hindley 23. Division 2, Folly Lane 62, Pilkington Rex A0. West Horton Lions 28, Thato Heath Crusaders B12. In Division 3, Caddy Z Rhinos had a good result. They beat the Roos Pioneers by 20 points to 16. Division 4, Higginshaw 18, Goldbone Parkside 25. And in Division 5, Bolton Mets 18, Garswood Stags a34. The fixtures for this coming Saturday, the 14th of March, Division 1, Hares Finch play Berry Broncos, Latchford Albion take on the Oldham St. Anne's, Division 2, Folly Lane at home to Lee Minor Rangers A, Langworthy Reds play Pilkington Rex A, Wigan St. Patrick's A play West Horton Lions, in Division 3, Crossfields A are at home to Caddy's Head Rhinos, Preston and South Ribble Rabbitohs play the Salford City Roosters, and in Division 4, Chester Gladiators at home to Saddleworth Rangers A, North Wales Crusaders Reserves play Higginshaw, and there's a couple of games in Division 5 involving Higginshaw A who are at home to Blackpool Stanley and Ince Rose Bridge A play the Bolton Mets Student Rugby League we've got one result as we mentioned last week on last week's podcast tremendous result for Salford Red Devils in the College Rugby League Knockout Cup they won away from home against Leeds City College by 40 points to 14 Hopwood Hall College are also through to the next round of the Knockout Cup they beat Wife Sixth Form away from home 42 points to 6 in a tremendous result there's just a couple of fixtures this week to uh, take note of Wednesday the 11th of March in the Premier Division of College Rugby League Hull FC play Hopwood Hall and there's a friendly game in the North West between Cronton Sixth Farm College and Salford Red Devils A. Moving on to the North West Youth League. Again, not many results played on the week ending this Sunday, the 8th of March. There was one result in the Lancashire and North West Youth Cup under 18s. That was West Horton 10, Crossfields 26. In the under 16s, North West Plate, Blackbrook Royals 6, Langworthy Reds 
34. Great win there for Langwood Reds. They progress through to the next round. The fixtures for Sunday, the 15th of March. Division 1 of the under-18s. Langwood Reds are at home to Newton Storm. Thato Heath Crusaders play Folly Lane. In Division 2 of the under-18s, Berry Broncos are at home to West Horton Lions. And in the under-16s, Division 1, Oldham St. Anne's play Newton Storm. Rochdale are at home to Oral St. James. Division 2, there's just one fixture, and that's between Langwood Reds and Kells. Well, as we said recently, it's not just the amateur report this now. We've got to involve the world of rugby league as well. And don't forget to challenge cup this weekend as well. There's one game in midweek, Wednesday the 11th of March. It's a round four game. This match was postponed a couple of weeks ago. Whitehaven against Dewsbury Rams. That's a seven o'clock kickoff round four. There's a round five game on Wednesday as well. Toronto Wolfpack play Huddersfield Giants. That's a 7.45 kickoff at the John Smith Stadium in Huddersfield. And that game is live on, live on the Our League app. If you've not downloaded that app, it's brilliant. You can watch the game live on there great commentary and I'm sure you'll enjoy that there's a few more games on Friday in the Challenge Cup Featherstone Rovers play Hunslet that's a 7.30 kickoff. Wakefield Trinity are at home to Bradford Bulls they're all round 5 games and the rest of round 5 is completed on Sunday Hull Kingston Rovers play Lee Centurions in what looks an intriguing encounter at Craven Park or the KC Lightstream Stadium, I think as it's called now. Newcastle Thunder versus Whitehaven or Dewsbury. That game, like I said, has been playing on Wednesday, so they'll back up on the Sunday And that one. Sheffield Eagles are at home to Workington Town. Swinton Lions travel to Widnes Vikings and York City Knights host Rochdale Hornets. Rochdale had a good victory at the weekend in the league. There's just four Super League fixtures taking place this week. Thursday, the 12th of March, the televised match is Hull FC against Warrington Wolves at 7.45. Our very own Salford Red Devils are at home to Wigan Warriors 7.45 on Friday. Then there's one match on Saturday. It's Catalan Dragons against Leeds Rhinos. And there's one remaining game on Sunday between Castleford Tigers and St. Helens. Just to round off this report, it's the opening round of the NRL. I'll just give you the fixtures for that because I know many people who listen to the podcast are very interested in Australian rugby league. I'm very excited for the new season as well. The fixtures are as follows. On Thursday, there's a televised match on Sky between Parramatta Reels and Canterbury Bulldogs. That's at 9 o'clock kickoff in the morning sorry five past nine in the morning that one friday the 13th of march canberra raiders against gold coast titans is a 7 a.m kickoff on sky sports north queensland cowboys play brisbane broncos at five past nine on friday morning the saturday fixtures 4 a.m it's newcastle knights against new zealand warriors 6 30 a.m is south sydney rabbitos against Cronulla sharks penrith panthers take on sydney roosters at 8 30 on sky sports and there's two remaining fixtures on sunday between the manly sea eagles and melbourne storm and st george illawarra and the west tigers Really excited for the start of the NRL season. Some fantastic matches coming up this weekend in the Super League and the Challenge Cup as well. Take care. I shall see you on Friday for Salford against Wigan. Well, after the Catalan Dragons game, I got to speak to Gil Dudson and Elliot Keir. Elliot Keir spoke to us on his debut. Gil Dudson, a very disappointed Gil Dudson. I've just been joined by Elliot Keir. Baptism of fire for you today there and, and Reese Williams, the, the Welsh edge for Salford and against Israel Falau. How tough is he to play against? Um, yeah, he's alright. I think we, we know you know he's got a lot of talent. Um, we knew that, but for me I think it was good 
to go into that because you know that you've got to be on your game and you know that it's a competition um, and I think our edge did up really well was it, was it tough to play against him though? Because you know, he's always trying to get the ball away, isn't he? And that, but you seem to do a good job on him, you and Breach. Because you're not both the, the biggest blokes in the world, but you, he's, he's six foot five, something like that. Yeah. You seem to contain him really well. Yeah, like me and Dragon, uh, Reese have played together for years, and he knows that I might be a bit smaller, but I'll make those tackles probably more low than high. Um, so he knows to stay out, so maybe he might get that away, but. I'll make that tackle. Um, yeah, I thought we dealt with that edge really well. Do you enjoy the the, the games that we yeah, play in that game? Yeah, it was a great atmosphere. Yeah, and the fans were great throughout the game, um, and they really lifted when we almost came back in the second half. Um, but yeah, it was great to get my debut. But uh, disappointed with the result, really. Just give yourselves too much to do. 18 points to nil down at half time. Ian Watson said give a lot of character in that second half as well that must give you a bit of confidence going into next week against Wigan yeah definitely I think you can take a lot of confidence from that especially compared to last week um, yeah and um, we need to just build on it now and, and try and take what you know our attitude that we've had today into next week for you personally now Dan Sanchez I know he's got a bit of an injury it could be an opportunity now for you to keep impressing Ian and keep it in the side yeah all I can do is you know train hard and you know try and do my best um, and it's up to what to pick the team but you know you know, Dan's a great player as well and he's a good mate of mine so uh, yeah it's what it is congratulations on your performance today Elliot yeah thank you lucky not to get the win but best of luck next week mate thanks for speaking to us cheers Bill Dudson joins me a tough game out there against a very very physical Catalan Dragons where do you think that went wrong was it that first half yeah we just didn't complete I think we yeah we didn't complete well enough Um, we didn't finish in the right areas gave him too much ball we were, not, we, were dropped, we were making errors on second and third tackles. We just can't afford to do that. How big is that Catalan pack? Did they take a lot out of you tonight? They just had the ball. We, I think the first half we did twice as many defense, defensive sets as they had attacking sets. Um, so, you know, when, when you're that far behind the eight ball in terms of the energy battle, um, you know, we came back into it. Um, and then again, just a few stupid mistakes again. Uh, we just need to fix it up and get ourselves right. Um, worry about ourselves and then we'll kick on from there. Showed an awful lot of effort in that second half to, to get yourselves back into the game. I think you're sort of eight points behind there, six points behind, so over ten minutes to go. That must give you a lot of confidence because last week Ian Watson questioned a bit of commitment. Must give you a lot of confidence going into the Wigan game next week. Yeah, um, it's never nice, you know, for a coach to question your commitment and your, you know, like you say, question your professionalism, I guess. Um, so yeah, we stuck in there, but just not good enough again, mate. Like I said, you know. Oh, there you go. Um, just knowing you're good enough. Basically. Thanks for what speaking. What Thanks for speaking to us, Gil. I, I, I like your honesty, and you got to enjoy your pizza now. Cheers, uh, mate. Hopefully, see you next week, mate. Cheers, pal. Thanks, Thanks a lot. Well, that was Gil Dudson and Elliot Keir talking after the Catalan Dragons defeat. Next up, we've got Ian Watson in Coach's Corner. Watto was uh, was quite upbeat after the game, and this is what he had to say. Corner. Right, Ian Watson joins me. 18 points and nil down at half time. I mean, you'd give yourselves an awful lot to do. Just talk us through that first half. Yeah, well, when we came out, obviously the warm up, the wind was really bad. So we were talking about obviously completing our sets and, and finishing them, finishing them well, um, and kind of giving yourself a, a chance in the second half um, to obviously win the game. I thought we defended really, really well in the first half. I just thought our uh, end to sets or 
kind of lack of t- high note turnovers kind of causes a real problem um, in the first half. Was it Kevin Brown? I think had the only real chance of that first half. Yeah. The ball, you know, he goes over for a try. There it was a sort of limited first half. You did a lot of tackling that first half. Though. A lot, oh, lowest first half, but you, you get that the, the weather conditions didn't dictate that you could kind of kick for position. It was really windy. You looked at some of the kicks that the boys put up in the first half, and the blowing back like 15, 20 meters. So it's always giving them field position. Obviously, they've scored tries off kicks. Scored one try off that kind of arc it really where we knock it back um, but defensively I thought we were really strong and I thought the more we got into the game I thought it was a real step forward really in kind of terms of kind of our attitude from last week and our effort there's an awful lot of effort and endeavour there yeah. Nia Levels went over for a try there yeah. like a trip from Tompkins we won't yeah. mention anything about that yeah. Ken Seal gets a try as well great finish from Seal in the corner yeah no he, he, he did really well he's, he's learnt from earlier on the season because he didn't just go for the corner there he kind of squared, head, yeah, he squared his man up and then and then travelled and Obviously scored really well. Look, there was there was there was more positives there than there were last week here, and to come away to Catalan, it's a it's a take the first half kind of the way we finished over. But in terms of effort, defence, um, and then the second half's a real positive for us, really. You were forced to make changes as well. Though. Dan Sargent, you yeah. lost in training. Elliot Keir came in, not the biggest guy in the world. You know him and Reese Williams on that side there playing against Israel Falau. Yeah. I thought they had a fantastic game. In the yeah, I, I thought Elliot was outstanding. Um, he's coming like kind of last minute and he stepped up. He's been waiting for his opportunity to play. I thought he was outstanding. I thought his um, his effort you kind of can't question and his desire as well. He's, he's a real game kind of player. But we knew that about Elliot anyway. I was really confident even with Sarge going out on the quality of that side. Is was really confident that Elliot would do a job and we'd we'd have more than enough to, to be able to compete. 20 points to 40, there was about 10 minutes to go there wasn't there, yeah. obviously Catalan scored two late tries but yeah. did it sort of get away from me the game, did you run out of steam? Or? Oh no, it was just a few bad decisions, um, poor one-on-one miss by on Tierney coming out of yardage where they, they go full length, um, the kick not finding touch at 2014 as well, we have a penalty coming out of our, yard, um, our yardage and we don't find touch in that and the little things like that are game changers. Is it just those little things at the moment? Because we're coming close, aren't we? We're not yep. losing by, by a lot. There's a lot of effort there as well. Yep. Is it just that little bit of luck you need as well? Because we don't seem to be getting a lot of that at the moment, do we? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, no. Um, look, we just need to stick, keep working on our processes and keep um, working in the way that we are doing. We've been real disappointed with one performance this year. Other than that, we've been playing teams who are pretty consistent, know each other real well and have only added three or four players into their group. It's different when you're putting 12 players into a group. So kind of it's you always want the kind of the points on the board now and you want the wins now and everyone wants to win and it kills you when you you don't win it really hurts um, and the boys again we're all disappointed in there that we've not been able to come away from the win there but we'll, we'll be fine mate we're a good group and I kind of I know where where they're going to get to and where they'll be and again it's um obviously it's disappointing because you look at last year and you go oh we've got to the grand final last year and you're kind of expecting more again but when you change a lot of personnel around it it's different and you've got to start building all your foundations again and that, that's what we're focusing on at this moment in time as we spoke about a few weeks ago we didn't have the best start to last season so yeah. would your message to supporters be just have a bit of patience at the moment while, while these lads jail oh, while we get things right yeah, well they, they, they can see their effort and they can see that they're actually trying like i say last week i probably questioned that a little bit against wakefield um, in certain areas to be fair did you feel you got the response tonight yeah i thought they, i thought they were great with their efforts i thought they were outstanding um and I thought against Leeds the first half we're 8-0 up I know they scored right on the last minute there but that was a lapse of concentration by us 
we were really comfortable at 8-0 as well against a team who were flying at the moment. Uddersfield, who've been doing really well as well. We should have won that game. We, we, we get the drop goal or we keep Kev on the field. But again, these are all that shoulda, woulda, couldas. So there's enough to suggest there that we're going to be a good team going forward. So we just we, we do need to be a little bit patient. But the big thing is we just want to get the win. Get some wins and get them on the board. We've got a couple of tough weeks coming up now. Um, our next couple of games are Wigan and Castleford. Um, so two teams again who are flying at this moment in time. But we've got situation with Dan Sargent and is it a knock that he's got there or yeah he, he did um, he's torn some ligaments in his toes so obviously because some of our D wasn't good last week we did a little bit of um, a defensive session and kind of he got drove back um, he didn't think it was too bad he thought it'd be alright by the time we kind of got over here but it's just been a bit too um, if it was tomorrow we're probably alright to be fair with Sarge but it was a bit too early for him but like I said I thought Elliot was outstanding yeah he was yeah. Chris Ninu as well yep. is there any signs of him coming back soon or um, not at the moment um Chrissy, like I say, obviously because everyone points to your goal kicking and making sure you get them two points and he was good for us there last year but his form at the beginning of the season wasn't great and then he comes in and then he gets injured straight away as well and um, Chrissy's got a little bit of work to do yet before he'll get probably close to the team because he's probably still two weeks probably away from recovery um, and then he's going to have to put some work in to be able to knock people out of position. Things don't get any easier. Wigan Warriors at home next Friday, the return of Jake Bibby and, and Jackson Hastings. Another tough game for you, but that's one yeah. you'll relish. Yeah, well, you've got to look forward to the challenges. That's why you, you, that's why you want to be in Super League. We had this at the start of last year where Salford wasn't a big enough team or um, didn't spend kind of enough money to be a Super League team, and but that's where you want to be and where you want to be as a club and you want to be as individuals to challenge and challenge against the best teams. We, we can we can only compete against the guys that are in front of us and can, we can do what we can do so we've just got to put our best foot forward in every single game and see whether that's enough to get us the victories or not but if we perform to our best I believe that we will be good enough to, to get victories Thanks very much for speaking to me Ian I'll see you Thanks. next week mate Cheers Bob Cheers. Well, that was Ian Watson speaking after the defeat in the south of France. Next up, we're going to be looking at the, uh, the game coming up this Friday against the Wigan Warriors at the AJ Bell Stadium Yes, Salford Red Devils take on the Wigan Warriors at the AJ Bell Stadium this Friday, 7.45pm kickoff. Ian Watson is named his 21-man squad. It is Naya Levels, Chris Willem, Dan Sargison, Tuilola here, Kevin Brown, Lee Mossop, Joey Lussick, Gil Dudson, Ryan Lannan, Polly Polly, Tyrone McCarthy, Sebastian Ifehihiko, I hope I'm getting this name right, I'm trying my best, Greg Burke, Luke Yates, Chris Atkin, Mark Flanagan, Josh Johnson, Reese Williams, Ken Seo, Elliot Keir and Oliver Roberts. Wigan Warriors are on a good run. They've uh, played 6-1-5, sorry, one, yes, 1-5 one, and lost one in the Super League so far. And uh, they're currently top of the table. As I said, on a good run, they had a great win against uh, against Huddersfield Giants a couple of weeks ago. Huddersfield doing really well in the table. Wigan dismantled them really with a 42 points to uh, 12 victory, I think it was. Last weekend, they... Uh, they had, a, they had a hard-fought game against Hawkinson Rovers. Many people thought that would be a, they'd win that game at a canter. Uh, 18 points to 12 up at half-time. They came on out on top, 30 points to 16. And Jackson Hastings, another starring role for the Wigan Warriors with uh, with two tries in the first half. And uh, Wigan are going to be a tough side to beat. They've scored 158 points in their six games so far. They've got a pretty mean defence as well with 74 points conceded. So this is going to be a really tough game for Salford. And, you know, with the pack that Wigan have got as well, as we spoke about with me and Rob on the podcast a few times, Wigan... 
don't look the side that they've looked over the last few years under Sean Wayne they get accused sometimes of being um, what's the word uh, quite quite dour sometimes and grinding teams down and they look like they've got that bit more flair in the side now particularly with Jackson Hastings coming in and Bevan French as well who wears the number six but he played at fullback against the Hulkingston Rovers he's, he's quite a finisher as well and uh, he came up with uh, with another great performance on, on, on Sunday against Hulkingston Rovers they've got a good back line as well Don Manfredi Zach Jake, a very own Jake Bibby who was at Salford last season and another guy that's gone under the radar a little bit is, uh, is Liam Marshall he's keeping uh, Joe Burgess out of the side at the moment Liam Marshall scoring some tremendous tries scored that great try at Huddersfield a couple of weeks ago you look in their pack there they've got young guys Oliver Partington who I think is suspended for this week he won't play You've got Morgan Smith he's a tackling machine Willie Iser Liam Farrell there who uh, one of the old stages at Wigan now uh, but he had an excellent game at the weekend I think he took the man of the match award in their match against uh, against Hulkingston Rovers so it's going to be a tough test for uh, for Salford Red Devils this weekend and uh, we've got to look at breaking down this this Wigan side who over the years or particularly the last few years have had quite, as I said quite a mean defence and have been difficult to break down so it's up to us and up to Ian Watson to, to unlock that defence and I think we've spoke about before about scoring over 18 points you know to be in any sort of game and last couple of weeks we've, we've failed to get anywhere near that really so um, we were looking for points at the weekend and hoping to keep we can keep um, Wigan Warriors out as well Victories over Wigan have been uh, been quite rare in the summer area on current form. Looks a big ass this on, on Friday night. During uh, his time at Salford, though, Ian Watson has masterminded some outstanding wins and performances. The last time the two sides met, of course, was last season at the uh, the DW Stadium in a game that most Salford supporters, well, all Salford supporters will probably never forget that that well, wonderful semi-final. And you sort of get the feeling with the right attitude and, and maybe a, a bit of luck and good fortune along the way Friday night. Could be a lot closer than uh, than many pundits and, and supporters are predicting, but Salford have got to have that right attitude from minute one. And we, we've beaten Wigan sides like this before. If you go back to our times at the Willows, we, we've we've come up with some tremendous wins, haven't we, against sides that we've probably no right to beat. And um, you know, Ian Watson is a coach we've got to stand by. We've got to have a lot of confidence in. Watto will be studying Wigan. He'll be studying this game, and uh, it, there's no doubt about it. It's going to be a difficult one. And Jackson Eastings is going to be be wanting to uh, to have a good performance in front of the Salford supporters as well. But uh, I think we've got to forget about that. I think we've got to forget about the Wigan players, forget about Jackson Hastings and just do the things that we do right. We've got some quality players on our side as well and I think it's up to our players to, to stand up and attitude's a big thing. You know, attitude and belief what we had last season. You know, those players that played for us in that grand final last year will probably admit they're not the greatest players in the world. And we got some talented players there. On paper, we didn't have the best side in the league but we got to a grand final on a lot of heart and a lot of belief and some, some quality along the way as well. But, uh, but yeah, we definitely need to be switched on. We get our attitude right on, on Friday night we'll be in with half a chance so uh, we're looking forward to it as I said the action gets underway at 7.45pm at the AJ Bell Stadium it's a game I'm looking forward to I'm going to give you a score prediction now because I know me and Rob do that every week so even though I'm waffling on, on my own tonight on this uh, podcast my score prediction uh, I've took a bit of stick for this on, on Facebook as well by some of the Salford lads in the prediction league that we do with Simon Williams and uh, Stephen Roach on there and a few of the other guys uh, I think they've all backed to Wigan to win this game quite comfortably but Old Muggins here has gone for uh, Salford Red Devils 18 Wigan 16 so I'm going for a close game and, and a win to Salford and uh, I never back against us so hopefully we can come up with a result on Friday night that's about all I've got for you this week hopefully Rob will be back in the chair with me soon I hope you've enjoyed listening to me waffle on for the last uh, half an hour or so uh, good luck to solve the Red Devils this weekend safe journey to everybody going to the match enjoy your uh, your Friday night at the uh, at the AJ Bell Stadium and uh, I shall see you there take care